Bring back my girls. My name is Keen. Drag race quote. I'm James. <laughs> <laughs> are we parodying ourselves? <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Sissy That Pod. This is the Kiki, the midweek episode where we kind of you know, we we flex the format. We you know we venture a bit further than the actual episodes. This week we're talking about our dream Ulster Six cast. We are getting right out there into into adventure time land. We're thinking big and being and living even bigger. <laughs> as we record, as we speak now, we don't know our, each other's lists, so you know we might be in a big huff when it comes to the end of this episode. I'm very even tempered, so uh, I can't see the show. Sure. <laughs> I'll be surprised by the end of the episode if you haven't crossed somebody off your list. You're so <laughs> flippant at these screens. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we won't keep it from anymore. Let's get into it. Right, so we're going to go through season by season. So mm-hmm. season one, and we'll work our way up to season 12, and then we'll go UK. I haven't included any queens from UK. Okay, no worries. Well, we'll scrap that then. Yeah. So just season 1 to 12 of the US version. Yes, okay. exactly. But I am looking forward to doing another episode sometime in the future when we have more franchises from all over the world and just a, a mix match. Yeah, no, I think that would be very exciting. It would be very exciting to be able to put together like a couple of... Because even in Drag Race Canada, there's there's people who I'm like looking at now and going like, oh, you know what? You deserve an All-Stars gig. Juicebox? Mm. No. <laughs> No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, poor, poor juice box. <laughs> Tom right. Green. So, yeah. <laughs> right, let's start with season one. Do you have any season one queens? Yeah, and I think that there is a, an agreed contender from season one who hasn't been featured, and it's Nina Flowers. Yeah, I have Nina Flowers too. Um, I think that she she brought a gender fuck kind of vibe from to her drag from the very beginning. Mm. She has a very unique perspective and is clearly extremely well sort of respect, extremely well respected in in, in the drag community and I think that it would be interesting to see what she would do I feel like she would also be able to compete at the level that some of the queens who are coming into the later seasons are which is what we've seen as a problem for earlier season queens Do you think the Nina Flowers will struggle to get her personality across? I don't know I suppose she was kind of a reserved person in a way now obviously they, I, I don't know. They, Drag Race season one. I don't know if you ever noticed it. It sounds like they, they were recording it in like the basement underneath like a very cranky neighbor upstairs. So they were all kind of like whispering like this. Mm. You can't be too loud. Uh, so you know, you it felt like her personality probably was a bit more reserved. But, but even in All Stars one, that is true. But I think she kind of got overshadowed a bit in All Stars one by Tammy. That was was that her partner, Tammy Brown? Yeah, yeah, it was Nina and Tammy Brown. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's a clash. That, that's a culture clash. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, that that's my only issue with her. That like, as we go forward in the seasons, you do have that queen who's great with look. Rita Bayo, for example, great with looks, maybe not shining as strongly with the with the personality. Mm. See, I think that she had the, so like I think that. She probably has what people were expecting Angina to have, which is kind yeah. of she would come in with a very strong drag mothery etiquette, would be very well respected, is just someone who is competent at what it is that they do. And I would be interested to see kind of how she would approach some of the like 
I the, I suppose the, th- the main thing to see from her is like, could, can she elevate her look beyond yeah. what it was? And I think that she is the sort of person who I think has the creativity to be able to do that, especially if she had the resources behind her. And I really enjoyed her in like it was it was very close between her and BB in in, in the first season mm. of of Drag Race, and I think that it would be. It would be like, especially now that they're bringing back a lot of those earlier queens, it would be sort of like if they haven't reached out to her yet, it would be sad for them not to to try and give that platform because it was her point of view in drag was always a, like the the as a slightly more off kilter version of drag that she did yeah. isn't something that's always been celebrated or represented truly well in Drag Race, and it's mm-hmm. interesting that she was there at the very beginning of it. Yeah, um, but yeah, she was someone I'm excited to see. Whining and Chanel. I think Chanel seems needy and annoying. <laughs> um, and she had her like like first of all, I think on her season, Chanel was like very had like a very much a vibe of like, oh of course, like I'm I'm here to win and like got very frustrated when she wasn't doing as well as she felt she would have. And then I'd say that she came back for All Stars One and again sort of seemed to have this sort of real I, I, I think that she feels false to me in a way that that Nina Flowers didn't. And I like an authentic person. Yeah, I, the first season it was you know ego problem and then all stars one was i'm in the shadow of chad michaels i have a chip on my shoulder yes exactly yeah yeah now because if she comes back you know she might have a different point of view and i think to be honest even though we both pretending the flowers i think it's probably more likely that chanel will come back well that is true because she had been featured in the um in, in the Celeb- celebrity one but she didn't even get a credit she was just a makeup artist yeah and, and she seemed pretty like bitter and salty about that and they had to like invent a pretend kind of web series to go alongside secret celebrity drag race in order to like give her a vehicle so she'd stop like shut up and i think that that like yeah. she i think the chip on her shoulder is going to go along because i think that if she my view is if she came back in for all stars six she would have a chip on her shoulder about the fact that the sort of newer queens who get like more exposure from it either don't appreciate the fact that she put in all this work or else that they have an unfair advantage because they're so popular beyond the the franchise or beyond the actual mm-hmm. show and I'm like I just am in the interest in that I want someone who's going to go in there and he's going to be like take the challenge that's put in front of them and do the best with it and yeah. not like bother me with kind of that kind of like bullshit yeah, like, I mean I want drama I don't want sort of drama at like that though where it's like status and yeah well look I think Nina would be better for the drag Chanel would be better for the drama and I would prefer them to focus on the drag. Yeah, probably. Season two. Nobody. How come? Um, I think season two, we've seen enough of them now. Okay. You know, we don't, we, there's no one else that I'm really kind of like gagging to see from season two. So I two. chose Pandora Box. I am going to hold my hand up right now and say, I don't get it. I've <laughs> never got it. Didn't enjoy it when I had it. Glad it went away. Don't think she's great. <laughs> I quite liked her because, I, like, I think she was one of the really first strong, charm offensive queens, uh, and she was very comedically funny. And she'll come back. Was she though? She was her Carol Channing. <laughs> I don't know. I think everything she's done has been done better subsequently. Uh, I do, I think her Carol Channing is better than Bob's. I agree. On that front, I do yeah. agree. Yeah, but I, I like I I I wouldn't say it was massively better than Bob's, but I'll give I'll give you Carol Channing because like that raspberries, yeah. like was like like. But I mean, you know, she. But the, her runways weren't great. But no one's runways were great back then. Cause but the also, she was she was, and I know that they have a they have an absolute lust for this on Drag Race, where they kind of like have the comedy queen, they have the comedy challenge, and then they pick a fashion queen or someone who hasn't. So like. 
that first snatch game went to rightfully to Tatiana for her Britney Spears because yeah. it was hilarious. It was supposed to be Pandora's moment to shine. She didn't shine. And I found that she kind of, like, there was sort of a drabness about her that I just never felt she could sh- she could shake. And then, like, even seeing her subsequently since the show, I've always felt like she's been a bit sort of, I don't know, she she seems needy or something. The, I, the drabness for me would come in the her pedestrian style of drag and I'm hoping if she comes back she'd be like but if you see her since the show like on her Instagram or any of the performances her drag hasn't changed or grown or elevated like it, it's not like she but it has, hasn't she needed. She hasn't been on the show. But she should always be striving to better herself. <laughs> That's the James mentality. I know, but I mean, when you're going, like when you're spending money, it'll be a heightened version of it. I think. I don't. I don't know. I think even just over time, like you know, with the fact that she suddenly had more money to be able to play with, and she was going on, like she, was, the the gigs she was going on is more like like if you look at the comedy queens who've come since her. It's like they have put like you talk about like Jinx or Bob or whatever. Yeah, I was going to say she feels like a prelude to Jinx. I and I would say that that's absolutely right. But I think yeah. that she, like, if you look at Jinx's first of all, if you look at what Jinx has done since, like, she's done all of the 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 vaudevillians. She's done like her like podcast. She's done an awful lot of like you know com- comedy and sort of performance stuff. Even say Ben to the Crime is similar as well. Mm. And like the level of drag has just like inched up. There's been no requirement for it to do so because what she was doing wasn't fashion drag, yeah. but it has inched up to a place where she's polished the, the like presentation and I don't think Pandora has done that. Pandora would wear the same wig that she wore into the workroom to a performance today. Yeah, well I wouldn't want that, but I think if she was going to show and what I'd want to see her from the show is this, you know, this really step up and she gives us, you know, a, a heightened looks along with a more finessed uh Comedy and she'll still have the charm. I think mm. that's that's why I chose her. Yeah. Well, bully for you. <laughs> this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> okay, season three. I have no one from season three. I chose Delta Work. Now I actually had a little list of queens who I was thinking these would be good, but I don't think they'll ever go back to the franchise. And Delta Work was on that list for me, and I didn't. I, I specifically didn't select queens from that list. Who, that wouldn't go back? Yeah, so I had... Like, I, I did. I had Willem and I had Max and uh, Pearl and Delta Work as queens who would be interesting to see back in the, the format, but I don't feel will ever go back because of their relationship with either way presents RuPaul or the show in general. And so just one thing on, on the Pandora box is... And I suppose I, I really came at this from a redemption point of view mm-hmm. and Pandora Box needs that redemption from being stuck with Mimi on first. Now to be fair, I thought she was a bit of a bitch to Mimi on first because she was like, yeah. she didn't give her a chance from the word go. But I feel, you know, the same way Shay is triggered by a rose petal, like, you know, someone plays a Mariah song and Pandora like foams at the mouth. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, to be fair, I would prefer to see Mimi on first back over Pandora oh, would Box. would you? No, no, no. I mean, I, mean, so, I haven't... I wouldn't want to see her either. Yeah. She's not on my list. So I, I chose Delta Work for the same reason because I feel uh, the Heathers, like, I feel Delta was vastly overshadowed. You know, the Heathers are doing so well in that season and they were really bitchy. Like, that's probably the bitchiest season. That one or season five, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to see her back not sucked into that warp, less in her head. Like, she was in her head the whole season, really. And, like, I think she got let, let the bitchiness get to her. Um, and... I just think that sort of old school, more sort of plus size queen, I think would be a new breath of fresh air. 
Um, I really like her. Now, God, to be, to be perfectly honest with you, I used to really like her, but then that whole drama with her being, like, sacked as Rue's personal hairstylist came out, and I just found myself thinking, no, you're you're your own worst enemy here. Try harder. Don't get, like, all defensive and annoyed uh, around this. So, very brief, sort of, like, history of that issue is, so when, um, what was his name? The guy who used to do all the makeup and stuff. Oh, I don't know. When Matthew Anderson used to... <laughs> <laughs> so, I was only asking to test you. And you failed. When, when Matthew Anderson got fired or, or let go or had his breakdown and was no longer able to do Rue's makeup at the beginning of season nine and they had to bring in Raven, they also brought in Delta, they brought in Delta mm. work to start doing Rue's hair. RuPaul invited her to do the hair on AJ and the Queen. And in the like negotiation portion of like working out what the conditions would be, she was unhelpful and she was sort of bitchy and pushy. And then basically they were like, this girl is like frustrating to work with. We're, we don't want to work with her. So then she got let go from that. And then Rue decided, having had absolutely no like sort of needs to stick with Delta, to stay with the person who had done the hair on AJ and the Queen. So after AJ and the Queen, that person has gone to do Rue's hair on Drag Race. And Delta Work is frustrated and embittered that this person um, took, took, her gig. took her gig. And then there's another thing, something around like the hair and makeup, um, the hair and makeup um, awards that they won where she, her name wasn't included on the nomination form for the Grammys because... Emmys. Or the, for the Emmys because she wasn't um, like part of some union or something and she kind of got frustrated by that and it's like God you really stay up to date with Delta's life <laughs> of course I do <laughs> I, I keep I keep up keep up to date with all my queens but no basically listening to her story I'm kind of like you've gotten in your own way too many times I really liked you on your season you were one of my favourites and I think that you've gotten in your own way to the point where I'm not interested in seeing what you have to offer no, I'm still interested. Like, I mean, I didn't really pay attention to any of that, that Travis stuff outside of work. But, you know, if she's, you know, obviously this all goes to the reason that I want to come see them come back and I want to see them do well. Yes. You know, if she comes back and she's the same, she's season three, then obviously, you know, I don't yeah. think that's worth seeing. But I think if she is in the right headspace and with the right sort of momentum and confidence in herself, I think she could do really well. And because I've come from the point of view of like looking at people who they're wise obvious holes in their kind of whatever it was they were bringing to Drag Race that they could go away fix and bring back okay and I think that for me with her I think she kind of brought the whole package and when she laid it out it wasn't what they were buying and I don't think she'll and it's the same with Pandora I kind of think we've seen it all there's nothing new to be garnered out of out of bringing you back for it again I feel Delta showed very little yeah but I, that's because I I you think, think that, she has very little yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know like she was kind of not really a comedy queen not really a fashion queen like she didn't sing she but she, it was she, she personal like not not unlike that what came next with the Ellis Edwards and the Heidi and Closet I think she was just, like she's a great host I would imagine Um, she she does seem quite warm mm. and charismatic I'll yeah. give her that yeah. I'll give her that season four nobody <laughs> I mean, like, the obvious one is Willem, but I'm like, I see so much of him anyway. Like, I don't know if he needs to go back in the show. I went for a bit of a left field option here. Milan. No. <laughs> I'm not going that far left. <laughs> Jiggly Caliente. I would be I would be interested to see Jiggly, Jiggly Caliente. Because back. I've been watching Jiggly Caliente in Pose. Yeah. You know, and I feel, you know, she's an actress now. Yeah. She is trans. Yeah. Um, I'm just not sure if... They use she. Um, 
they uh, have extra teeth. Have really, yeah, <laughs> like they really heightened the, themselves and mm-hmm. like their general output. And I think they were very lovable to start off with. Yeah. And I think now, like, you know, season four was a shark tank. And I suppose also to a certain degree would yep. be a shark tank as well. But, you know, I think there is a redemption storyline possible there. Oh, completely. And I think that, okay, when Jiggly came along to her season, she sailed through a bit like a Dordelano on a certain amount of charisma mm. and I think the things that she was lacking in she was lacking in perhaps confidence in her performance because as we saw with her when she got tripped up about that chicken magazine and like it was like when she followed her own instincts her instincts were good and I can imagine that probably now through being an actress she is now more confident in her own abilities and then I would say that the runway had let her down and I think that we've been able to see now based on what she's putting out and where she's turning up to that actually she's heightened that as well so it's someone who's going to bring back what was kind of like something that was 80% there and it's like now at 100%. And I would be interested to see her back in the competition. Yeah, definitely. And it's uh, she's kind of been left out of the canon of drag queens, I feel like. She's not kind of one of the first few names. Like we didn't include her in her in our queen, you know, yes, smackdown stuff. Yeah. You know, so she's kind of overlooking, 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 <laughs> uh, overlooked. And I think that's a shame. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would agree with you. I think that she is someone that you could reach back into the big bag of Drag Race Queens and say, I'll have you on the top of my Christmas tree. Don't think she'd win. No, I also was like, <laughs> well, you know, somebody has to grow it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her or me. Yeah, I won't repeat that anymore. Um, season five. I have two queens from season five. I have none, so over to you. So the first queen I have from season five is, I would say one of the early, early, like, runway queens, but never fully got the kind of, like, never fully got that vibe, which was mm. Ivy Winters. Mm. I think that she had a brilliant aesthetic and actually was incredibly creative and interesting. And to see what she would be able to do, I think, having had, like, because she had the circus skills and she had all those strings to her bow that never really fully got explored. And I think that she was in a season where there was such a focus on very specific dramas that she kind of floated along in the background. And I would be interested to see her back as someone who could come back and do extremely well in the drag challenges. Probably not someone who would go all the way, but certainly someone who would have the um, have the abilities to like put a really strong presentation together and show why they deserved their place in sort of the, the hall, not the Hall of Fame exactly, but in the sort of pantheon of excellent drag queens. Yeah. Now, do you think they've upped the comedy? So I couldn't tell you. Okay. I can oh, I can only <laughs> I keep up to all my queens. <laughs> but only Delta. But I can, only embittered. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it I'd be funny now. I don't know, but let me tell you about Delta's hair contract. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you if Delta's in a union or not. <laughs> um no, I, I think that like, I actually do think that her that would be the thing that she would need to show that she'd redeem because mm. obviously her snatch game was really poor and her Like what would you do for the talent show? Well, she's got a whole bevy of like circus. Oh, the circus of gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's easy. Yeah. Um, but I think you mm. are right. Like in Snatch Game, she would have to really redeem herself. And then when it came to like any of the acting challenges, thinking. but I mean, she can she can sing live beautifully. She can do the she can do the circus tricks. So she has those strings as well. That's I think true. that the acting and the um the acting and the and the improv and the the comedy, she would need to see whether she had those skills and had encouragement. But I feel like. She was a strong competitor in a season of very strong queens and sort of like 
you know, there's other there's another queen coming up in in the next uh, in in season six who I'll talk about in that again as well. Who I think got overlooked just by the virtue of the fact that there were stronger competitors. I know who it is already. Yeah. Um, my so obviously, I, you know, I was, you know, we in the show believe Serena Chesh is too good for an all stars, so we haven't chosen her. But after Serena, I've one more season season five. No, 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 I know. I'm getting that. Uh, but after Serena, I would probably choose Ivy Winters out of all of them. Yes, okay. for season five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your other one? My other one is Jade Jolie. No. No, and I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Unless you say Taylor Swift, I'm not interested. <laughs> this is exactly, I'm about, I'm about to say those two things. So, okay. first of all, as we saw with Jasmine Masters, they love bringing back a queen who's like done some big stuff out of their own personal stuff. And I think that her look has been massively elevated. You can't say that her look has not been elevated since season four and it's much more refined. And five. I think, or season five, and it's much more refined. And I yeah. also think that, you know, and I know I've just said that I don't necessarily love the queens that are just there for the drama, but I think that she would have a good India Farah style opportunity because I think she is also going to be able to bring the drama and could be a bit of like a fun villain. But I also think that her looks would be wild good and I think that she would potentially wild have good. wild good. Wild good. <laughs> Woo, overlooking wild good. <laughs> but I think that her, her looks could be really strong. I do think that she obviously... You know, she keeping up with her Instagram, she looks fantastic and seems to be working constantly. So I would be excited to see what she could do. And I do think that she would bring drama to the workroom in an exciting way. I can just picture in that hair look. That's all I can picture her in. And then it's Taylor Swift. But I mean, she'd have to do Taylor Swift for Snatch Game again, you know, <laughs> as a redemption. I'd have to, <laughs> have to be mistaken to her and have, you know, John Tra- is it John Travolta who mistook her? No, I mean, I'm thinking, no, it was John Travolta because he got. Adina Menzel wrong as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sounds like John Travolta as a puppet. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't see it. Like, for the amount of grief I got for Pandora Box, I think a Pandora Box has it in spades over Jade. But look, I I think that Jade is one of the, the great overlooked villains. Of, of of Drag Race but who I mean, had the potential season 5 was just villain galore like it was you have Rolaska talks and then you had Coco and Alyssa like um. yeah and I think that given the space to shine Jade could have been she could be a, a villain for the ages mm. we'll see well, we might not but see we might be we yeah. not <laughs> <laughs> we won't see how's your head stuff as you know, Sister Pod is part of the Head Stuff Podcasting Network, which is an Irish Ireland's biggest and boldest and brightest and most beautiful podcasting network full of wonderful shows, which you can go and listen to. And right now, we've got a little ad from one of our network sisters. When it comes to understanding political issues, I am a self-confessed toddler. That's why I've enlisted the help of Steve, my politically savvy drinking buddy, to help me better understand politics. Every couple of weeks, we get together and record on topics like what is the politics of language, what is Watergate, how the internet is killing democracy. We take these big issues and we break them down into silly little comedic bite-sized bits. If you like the sound of that, then search for What Am Politics in your podcast app of choice or find us here on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Okay, the, the ever-iconic season six. I have two queens from season six. Okay, let me guess one of them is Jocelyn Fox. Yes, she is. Go with her for the moment. I mean, like, she finished fifth mm. in the most... No, sixth. No, she finished fifth. The top three, and then it was uh, Darian and Bendela. Oh, you're and right. And then Jocelyn. Yeah. yeah. Well, she got to the top six in probably the toughest season, for the most... 
iconic season of Drag Race. Mm. She was so strong in her comedy. She was so strong in her, like her Snatch Game was really funny. Her like gasp mm. in that uh, that horror show was really funny. She held her own sort of in any of the scenes that she was put in with the likes of uh, Bianca or Adore. And I, I think that she probably had been cast in that season as a foil to um, to Courtney Act because there was that kind of like comparison between their looks all the time. And then also she was like a real fan of hers. And I think that, like, her lip sync for the Stupid Girls was so good. Like, it was, like, she's a strong lip syncer. She's Mm -hmm. a very naturally funny comedic person. She deserved sort of more recognition than she got on her season. She kind of floated through by virtue of the fact that there were such extremely powerful queens in that season, sort of slightly going underneath the radar. And I think that she deserves a chance to come back because the only thing that she would need to improve, the only thing that she would need to change is her runways. And I feel like she could do this. Yeah. I just, I never got like an artistic vision with her. I, and I, I'll, I'll second that. I think that like her artistic vision was knickers and a necklace. But mm. like she can have grown in that way. Like it's, it's much easier to grow in your runway look than it is to get the charm that she had or to get the, mm. the sort of the, the comic timing that she had or the ability to kind of work up against big personalities and not be overshadowed, which is something that she had in spades going but through she season was, six. But she was overshadowed. I know she wasn't overshadowed. But she has been. She's been forgotten about because she hasn't positioned herself well. In like even her social media, it still remains like her boys her boy Instagram rather than mm. her like drag Instagram. She hasn't really been pushing. Like she hasn't done she hasn't she obviously went home. She obviously got married on the stage of RuPaul's Drag Race, then went home and just like started living her life as like boy Jocelyn only doing a couple of gigs every now and again. I don't necessarily know that she wants it and I don't necessarily know, you know, because like based on her, like she's not, like if you look at Jay Jolie, she's like trying to push herself as like a professional drag queen. Like that's what she wants to be. Whereas with Jocelyn Fox, there is this feeling of like, kind of, you know, oh, ho-ho, I'm not really that bothered about it. So I think probably part of the reason that she has been sort of forgotten about is that she hadn't really been trying to make a mark for herself outside of it. So I, but I, yeah. I would be excited to see her back because I think that she, she is one of the most charming contestants that Drag Race has had. She, uh, I mean, she was, yeah, one of the most. But like, you know, in the lower half of the top 10. Still top 10 out of 120 odd mm. queens. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I haven't convinced me, but I do see the argument. For my sake, I feel like I kind of cheated with this one because I chose Courtney Act. So I watched season six first. And I just, I was so obsessed with Courtney Act. Yeah. Like, I just, I like, I thought she was going to win easy peasy. Yeah. Because at that point, I only really thought it was looking like a woman. I didn't really know yeah. the nuances. And and Bianca Del Rio, like, like I, I suppose I wasn't really watching it with my critique head on and being like, oh, Bianca won all these challenges and she was so funny about them. Um, I just thought I was just so obsessed with her on the show. And obviously, she's gone on to do such big things outside of the show. You'd love to see her back with a budget. She has a really artistic vision, but she also has such like a warm, nurturing side you'd like to see her come along mm. with. Um, I mean, the comedy wasn't the sharpest, but it was decent. Again, you've live singing. She, I think she'd do a great talent show. I think she'd do an interesting snatch game. I think she'd be good at improv. Um, and she'd have she'd be the queen of the mirror moments, you know? So... I would go Courtney Act. I think, like the banking system, she's too big to fail. And I think that she wouldn't go back because... Oh, I don't think she needs to go back. Yeah, and I think as well, like, she's another one on that list of queens who kind of has burnt their bridges mm, to an extent. She has, and I know that, I know she's too big, and I know it's like, you know, but it's no, kind I, of a cop-out I would, answer almost, I, just, I, I, I almost would say with her, because sometimes what I don't love is when, like, a queen, like, the redemption, like, I think All-Stars, in its purest form, is about 
a, re- a bit of a redemption moment for a queen who maybe didn't get to show the showcase the best they had to offer. Yeah. And I think that Courtney Act in a way is kind of the perfect example. And I think Adore Delano in All Stars 2 was a bit of this as well. It was a queen who had done as well as they needed to in their season and had absolutely no need to go back for another one. Mm. I, do, I, I did really like her though in the season and I enjoyed here and I would enjoy seeing her back in again and I do think she would do some really wild good things. So Yeah. <laughs> but I kind of feel like now when you see her on TV like she isn't displaying the dragons full heights yeah she's kind of doing you know she's kind of doing almost like passable woman drag you know like she's yeah. she's kind of going for that she's not going for a glamour zone per se she's kind of just going for you know a yeah. tv presenter yeah no and i think that that's like probably a choice that she's making definitely because... and i'd want i'd like to go see her you know in a, in a full latex outfit or you know yeah. in some of those really high fashion looks or those high concepts like in yeah. a mankini like i'd just love to see them so yeah that's what yeah. I, like I love the wings you know the wings she had no I thought they were and that's that, like the direct comparable to Jocelyn Fox the kind of um, oh god what was it again now I can't remember the, the with the tray with the thing on it and the like huge oh yeah like the butler in the buff kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. In the buff, but yeah. there's a, there's a they really were serving, iconic serving fish there's a, there's a really really iconic LGBT reference that we're both missing in this and I cannot it is just <laughs> really going to annoy me because it's I, I'll, I'll remember it in a minute Um, but anyway from another queen who I would like to see back for a redemption moment from season six is Trinity K. Bonnie. Yeah, yeah, she'd be up there for me as well. I really liked her on the show. Yeah. And I'm, April Carry On. I'd be less keen on April Carry On. Actually, I haven't seen April Carry On in the Switch. I have to see if she did in that. Yeah. Um, but no, with Trinity K. Bonnet, I feel like she was someone who got in her own way with kind of nerves and not wanting to like maybe look foolish. And it took a while for her to get her under her lips. Like she is like, you know, All Stars 5 should have had her as a lip sync assassin. Her lip syncs were so good. Mm. And her looks were always amazing. Mm. And you did see it in a couple of like in the like that sketch thing that she did with Bianca. And then even in the um, in the comedy challenge, she was able to turn that performance in. She had a very natural yeah, her way Yeah, comedy her. challenge was great. Yeah. And it's like to actually see her coming back in with the confidence that this is how well she can turn it from the very beginning. Mm. And, and maybe to assert herself a bit more as a front runner which I don't think she really did. And again, like for both, for any really of the queens in, in, in season six, like when you were walking into a room and you had like Charisma Powerhouse, um, Adore Delano and Talent Powerhouse, Bianca Del Rio yeah. and then Courtney and, and Darian as well and, and Ben De La Creme too, you forget like, like you, you just, you weren't cracking that top five. Like mm. there was no way you were cracking that top five. Yeah, in um, hindsight, you're kind of like, how did Darian get, get up there? Because I like if you were to name the season six queens, I think like in order, or just top of your head, you'd be like Bianca, Adore, um, maybe like Laganja, Courtney, um, Ben de la Creme, oh Gia Gunn, and then you'd be like, oh Darian did well. Yeah, like, who else is there? And then you kind of run out. Maybe Milk, you might think of, you know. So I think there's definitely like a few people, um, like what. Chia Gunn came, what, like eighth or something like that? And she's yeah, still like still more, more iconic, iconic than some people who came third in other seasons, you know? Um, okay, so yeah, Trinity K. Bonet, you know, I'd be, I'd be there here for that as well. Season seven. Season seven, I've won. And actually, this is something that I've noticed in All Stars seasons is they haven't featured one of the older queens yet. And I would like them to bring back Mrs. Kasha Davis because I think Mrs. Kasha Davis didn't get the run she deserved on season seven because season seven was all about looks and a lot more about kind of fashion. And mm. I think that she was a really strong comedy queen who maybe didn't have the best opportunity to serve that on her season. The only, I didn't have anyone from season seven, but I ended up with 11 queens that to cut one off. And the one 
the one I cut off was Ginger Minge. I really liked Ginger Minge. I actually wanted her to win season seven, even though most other people didn't. And I just felt her run was cut short in all sides too, so I'd have to see her back. But I didn't choose her in the end, so I should stop talking about it. Yeah. I, I don't know, I wouldn't, see, I suppose I wouldn't have chosen Queen. I think that like All Stars 1 is, rhyme, is prime for picking if you're going to go back in, but I don't mm. think All Stars 2 is yet. And I think that the justification for season one and All Stars 1 Queens being able to be brought back is that there wasn't an audience there to allow them build their platform on. And, yeah. And I, I, yeah, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow her through the door. I did really like Ginger and much preferred her on her season to on All Stars. I think on, on her season, she was very like assertive or something. Whereas in yeah. All Stars, it felt like she was a bit kind of like weedy or in the background. Mm. There was something about it that didn't quite um, didn't quite match. I mean, I feel Miss Cassia Davis is like you know a good option out of who's left. I just kind of feel season five and season seven have been kind of done to death. Yeah, I mean, I would like like with the, with the true stars coming out of season seven being the ones who didn't even get to the final yeah. three, like you know. So no, absolutely, and I do like I do I th- I do think that kind of like like Max would be someone to be interesting to see back, but Max is very much like Max is done with the show and isn't going to go back to us. Mm. It'd be interesting to see what what they do because I mean, really interesting performer, like very strong throughout the very start, then had that like one sort of beat of kind of oddness delusion, but like also it's it's interesting because if you watch behind the scenes on that, it was like. They like edited it together to make her look like she was losing her mind, whereas she, she was she wasn't, and like the whole uh, yeah no because her snatch game was terrible. She deserved to be in the bottom, but like mm. I, I feel like they kind of they they've let other people off for bad snatch games, and it was yeah. But I would yeah she Max would be the only person off season seven uh, other no, than Mrs. Cash Davis to be Max now. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost me there. Who was for oh Ken oh Kennedy no thank you. Uh, season eight. Uh, well, of course, I was going to say Nasha Lopez, but then I decided to say no one. Oh, okay, not, <laughs> not even Kim Chi. Um, no, I, I'm not interested in seeing Kim Chi back. I don't. I, I, I've seen enough of Kim Chi on her season. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. I think she's. I think she's great, but I just don't necessarily think that she would make interesting viewing on an All Star season. I chose Kim Chi. I think she'd be really good because I feel. Like, she like like for example, Secret Slavery Drag Race. That that one line, you know, it was a great season. It was a great season, like a brilliant. And we know she has looks, and they're going to be even better. And you know, if you see her in, in work, the world, she knows how to walk in heels more. Mm-hmm. She can dance a bit now as well. So these are things that she fell down on, and I just think she has a lot more confidence now. See, I I don't think she ever fell down on those things though. Like I don't think like her her ability to like she never landed in the bottom. No, to... I, I wanted her to win. I I mean I think that it was impossible for anyone other than Bob to win that season. Um, mm. I, I'm glad that she got as far as she did, but I sort of feel like I've seen as much as I need to see from her. I, I'm, I'm glad that she's popping up in Work the World, and I, I like when she pops into like co-host things or when she appears in a pit stop. I, I do think she's always very funny, but I just don't. I do, I just don't find. Don't think I would. I, do, I don't think I would engage with her as a character over a series. Oh, every time I see her on screen, I'm just so engaged in what in her point of view of drag and her style and stuff. So I just want to see more. Mm, okay, well, yeah, you know, fair enough. <laughs> Good old Nina Flowers is the only one uniting us here. <laughs> season 10, or season 9, sorry. I have two from season 9. I imagine we'll overlap on one, that person's peppermint. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. now more than ever, peppermint needs a crown for All Stars 6. So I mean, that she can complete the holy... What's it? The Holy Fortity? Holy Quartet? The Holy Quartet <laughs> of season nine winners. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she'd win this lineup I have here, but I think she'd do well. And she just has a totally different narrative kind of bring now that she's, you know, a Broadway actress and she's also in pose or and, you know, she's transitioning and like it's just great story. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, she she was so strong on season nine in a lot of ways. Like she had a couple of moments like she would she needs a bit of a, a redemption for her snatch game. Her runways mm. definitely is something that, that needs to be sort of like looked at. But I mean, if you look at the looks she's bringing now, she's she's sort of really strong and beautiful and looks amazing. And also she has this real political edge and is like properly engaged. Like if you watch the videos herself and Pop the Drag Queen are doing, yeah. like she's got a really interesting point of view. And I think she would bring something exciting to the show that it could be very different to what we've seen before. A bread of fresh air. Minty Ooh, fresh air. Ooh, a bit of minty fresh air. Yes. Uh, I think she's the ob- the obvious choice from season nine. Who's the other one? So I also thought Nina Bonina Brown deserves a comeback because I think that, obvi- like, pe- bearing it, hopefully she will have, like, gone away and reflected upon her 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 issues and was able to like you know mm. kind of come back with a bit more of a better headspace um but i think her looks were amazing and if she, now like what she's doing if you see her on her instagram stories or like she she is doing fantastic looks like she is turning using the skills she had in a much more polished way which i think would be fantastic to see her back on the show for that reason i do think as well she was funny and her talking head was always interesting and i, I would be excited to see what she could do in this new sort of bigger format See, I would feel towards her the same way I feel about towards Kim Chi in a way, isn't like I've always liked what you've done, I'd like to see more of it. But I don't think she has upped the areas that she was weaker as as Kim Chi has. Hmm. Maybe I just want her on to fight with Jay Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to be Taylor Swift. Um so yeah, I, I would ag- agree that I'm interested, but she wouldn't be I'd pick I'd pick some of the other people you chose over her season 10 uh, I have one queen from season 10 me too I wonder if you have the same queen of season 10 we say it at th- on three yes one two three Asia, Asia O'Hara <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I just feel you know I feel like we all knew Query was going to win, but I feel Asia was kind of like that close second, maybe that wild card, the yeah. Evie Oddly to the Brooklyn Heights, maybe. I, I, I felt that she shot herself in the foot in that finale by trying to do the, the, the Sasha, Sasha Velour thing, and she never even got a look in then for the for the final lip sync because she was like, they were like, well, you, you, you've you murdered a load of fauna here on the stage. You, mm. you can't be brought back out again. Um, and also, Cameron Michaels... For me, anyway, for some people I knew, we were like over Cameron Michaels because we'd just seen her lip sync four times basically in a row and she knocked out Miss Cracker and people were livid. So people were like, come on, Asia, knock her out. And she couldn't even do that, you know? And yeah. then we ended up with an, an annoying three-way lip sync in the final. Which, which that, to be honest, like that's one of those things that like, we, we obviously weren't doing this podcast at that time. But if we were, I would have been ranting about that because mm. I was just like, we didn't need another Eureka lip sync. And on another side, Cameron Michaels did not deserve to be top two. So like, no, it was kind of like top three. But I mean, like, it, I I felt like joint you, second. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you like I felt like Eureka had been outperformed by Aquaria in the first or in the, like I I felt like Eureka could have been booted off. If you know what I mean, I think Eureka outperformed Aquaria in their two lip sync, and that's why it was a double shante because we wanted Aquaria to win. Hmm. 
That was I, w- I think I was just over Eureka that was my at that reading point. Of it. Oh, no, me too. And but, I was, I, like, objectively, I was like, I think Eureka's doing better here. Yeah. And I was worried for Aquaria, and then, well, actually, I wasn't worried because I knew who was going to win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, Asia, you know, she had some ups and downs, but, like, they were kind of, you know, when she she didn't look after herself, and she had, like, the Tweety Bird look, which is iconic, oh, and, yeah. and the, the Jimmy Joe, the Dandelion look, I thought was great yeah. as well, and, you know, she makes great looks, she's a good personality, uh, shocking snatch game now you know one of the worst yes. but that's because she ends up down a stupid rabbit hole like she was good at some of the other comedy challenges like she did well on Breast World and stuff like that oh so. the the one with the like the butter face as well yeah. was very funny like so. yeah the dating apps um, yeah no I, I think she was like I think she was very strong in her season I watched her episode of Work the World and she's like got a very like sort of caring compassionate vibe about mm. her I think she is someone who you would like She's she's someone who you would want to know and want to get on with and who feels like sort of really good at what they do, but also is a really good person. I, I would be excited to see her back and I would see, I would see, I again, wouldn't see her as my winner. Well, that's because I think Peppermint would be my winner, but I would, I would see her going extremely far. I feel like coming out of season 10, I was like, okay, Asia O'Hara is kind of like Monet Exchange plus a few. Do you know? Yes. She's kind of a bit more further along that polish line. So if Monet has stepped it up and is able to win, I'm sure Asia could too. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, in theory. Season 11. Friend of the pod, Nina West. Yeah, I mean, she. I feel she's the obvious one. I didn't go for her though at the moment. I was like, give her a bit of time. Yeah, so I I also feel this strongly, which is like, I, I think it's very... Important for the queens to have some time between when they've been on the show and when they come back to All Stars in order to kind of grow in their performance and like grow in their confidence and then also to give the audience a chance to miss them. Mm. Um, and I think that two ish years is enough time for for Nina to come back and and like she all she really needed to do was buy better hip pads and then she kind of had everything else and maybe a bit more confident. Yeah, well, you see, I think it's okay to come back if you, you've more of a, rede- like, sooner, sorry, if you have more of a redemption storyline, which I don't think she has. Like, I think she came across, she was kind of, you know, she was Miss Geniality. She was kind of the winner of the season to a certain extent as well. Yeah. Like, people loved her. People were devastated when she left. Um, so, like, if that was a, if that show was a public vote each week, she would have won. You know, it's yes. So, I don't really feel she needs to go back at the moment. So, I would, I would leave her a few years to sort of simmer and then she'll okay. be, like... Okay. Because I don't know if she'd win if she went back now. She's she yeah she's not boiling. She's simmering away. She's simmering. Okay. Yeah. And who did, who did you pick? I didn't pick anyone from season eleven. Oh, well, there you go. So and then if there were to be one, it would be Nina, but I didn't choose her for the reasons. Okay. Okay. I mean, you could say plastic tiara, but I don't get it. No. Not for me. No thanks. Not for me. Uh, now I chose in season twelve. So I've already I'm, I'm an outspoken uh, opposer of picking queens just off the back of their seasons. So. But you do want a whole all-star season of just season 12. Well, no. See, I think that would be very different. Mm. Because it wouldn't really be an all-star season. It would just be in recognition of the fact that they were crapped all over with the way their things worked out for them in their season. <laughs> True. Uh, so, again, I said it's. I think it's okay for them to come back if they have a redemption. So, one of them I chose is Rockham Sakura. I just want more. Mm-hmm. I just feel they've gone too soon. Like, I just feel, you know, why? You know, I thought it was funny. There was good runway looks, except the one they had to make. Um, just a wonderful personality. Bring back the bulge. Um, yeah, we want more pouring up content. <laughs> no, I, I I like Rock as well. I think that Rock is is was was a really funny, was really funny, interesting queen. Did things in a very different way. I would be equally 
excited to, to to see him back on a season of All-Stars, but I would give... First of all, he wouldn't be my first choice of season 12. And also, I would, again, just give it a year or two to, like, do some performance out in the real world to, like, you know, change a bit or grow a bit or whatever. Like, for me, Rock is far too emotional and, like, that whole, like, crying, weeping thing, like, you know, my mother didn't hate like me, so everyone hates me and you girls are my sisters, but you're not really... Yeah, like, that whole thing, I just, like, I think... Ah, I didn't mind. I'm a bit of high drama, like, so. <laughs> Too high. That drama was too high. The other person I chose was Gigi Good. Right, because I feel she's kind of almost ready to go into All Stars already. She was so good. The only reason she didn't win is because people were bored of her. I think people need to forget that they hate her. (laughs) I don't think they hate her. I think they found her a bit arrogant, and that would be her storyline. I mean, I think that if I if I had if I was going to be picking, because I do agree with you, I think it's nice to have a redemption storyline, and it's nice Mm. to have like a particular point that a person needs to like come back and be stronger at. I would have said like that Jackie Cox would have been the person that I would have brought back. I think she needs more time. Um, interesting. <laughs> um, but no, I think that kind of like the for me, All Star Seven. I would say that Heidi and Closet should come back, and that Heidi and Closet comes yeah, back and Crystal a, Method or Crystal Method exactly. Um, but I I wouldn't be too interested in seeing any of the all of the the twelve girls back like also like Nikki Doll would be someone who I would like mm-hmm. to see back at some point but I'm just yeah. like at some point yeah but All-Stars I... 14 <laughs> Bastille Day <laughs> <laughs> no I just feel Gigi like she's ready to go like she's so like she has all the looks her mum's slaving away at them already um, like uh, she has the comedy she did so well uh, do you know what I, I, I couldn't take because like, this is one thing okay Shay definitely deserved to win but I honestly couldn't take this sort of entitled storyline of like the stolen winner one more second. Well, I I wouldn't say if I was her, I wouldn't go in with that point of view. I would be like, people thought I was uh, cocky. And I think if she goes in surrounded by queens who are kind of, you know, who, you know, were just as good as her, she won't look relatively as good. I think people might like her more. That'd be the storyline. Asia O'Hara would be the you know, I, I could have won if I didn't mess kill mass slot. I didn't. That'll be her storyline, um, and maybe I don't know. Courtney, I could go with something like that as well. Um, so, do you want to recap your list there, and then tell me who you think the first out is in the top three? Okay, so I have Nina Flowers, Ivy Winters, Jay Jolie, Trinity K. Bonet, Jocelyn Fox, Mrs. Kasha Davis, Nina Bonina Brown, Peppermint, Ajo O'Hara and Nina West. Okay, I think a lot of them are middle of the road. <laughs> For you? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I talk so passionately about them. Um, but at least I've they've actually... convinced again. <laughs> like, I didn't hear any winner really until I got to like Peppermint. Well, I think that you would be surprised. Uh, I think that my first out, it would be between Mrs. Kasha Davis and Jade Jolie. They would be the ones I would see as my like first okay. date. So digitally would be like a Derek Barry style villain who gets cut straight away. Potentially, yeah. yeah. And I think that my winner would be either Peppermint or Asia. Okay. So my my list was Nina Flowers, uh, Pandora Box, Delta Work, Chiquili Caliente, Courtney Act, Kim Chi, Peppermint, Asia O'Hara, Gigi Good, and Rockham Sakura. Um, I would say my first out... It was probably Jiggly Caliente or Delta Work or Rock'em Sakura. One of those three, I would say. Uh, just depending on how it goes. After you fought so hard for Delta Work, you're kicking it out first. 
It could be one of those. Maybe she'd bring one of those like burnt wigs. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking the the talent show. Like, what would she do in the talent show? Um, tell a terrible sad joke <laughs> wearing an awful t-shirt dress <laughs> and horrible like gold <laughs> hot pan things. Uh, I think I felt I fought more for Pandora Box personally, but there you go. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of interested. Like, I wanted to do well, but if I had to choose, it'd probably be one of those. But I'm sure, they can always surprise you. And then I think for me, it would be like a Courtney Kim. And like Gigi top three, so so Asia O'Hara is not even cracking the top three. <laughs> no. After you after you said that her storyline would be like the deserving winner. So the no, 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 no. <laughs> That's the storyline she's going with. She's going with the you know I could have won if I didn't mass out of butterflies. I think she has the capability to win, but on like but on paper now from the track record, I'd see <laughs> literally, anything. Literally on, on paper. paper right now. <laughs> on paper right now. Not knowing what they do in the show, and based on their track record, I'd say Courtney would win. Okay, okay, okay. Except for RuPaul would be like, yeah. <laughs> well, here's Deceptor, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so sure, like that was a bit of fun, a bit of speculating. We don't get to delve back into the past too much. So that was no, nice. we don't. It was nice to talk about queens that, that have never fe- never featured on the podcast before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Dita Ritz didn't get a mention. Uh, she was on my list. She, like, because I, I narrowed it down a good bit and she was on my list for quite a while and then I, I think I, I, I kicked her off the list. To and you chose in. Miss Cassia Davis over her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Miss Cassia Davis. I have well there is always time for cocktail there is always time for cocktail and she's very charming I met her at several drag events and I have have photographs with her and all to prove it I'm fangirling over Kasha Davis it's uh, nepotism has she got into your list (laughs) (laughs) she charmed you yeah she charmed she did charm me and I think I I think she's very funny and very natural and I think that also she does represent I I don't think that there really has been many good older queens Mm. On the show, like I mean, if you think of like the older queens, really, it's Kasha, Tempest, and Charlie Hydes, and well, she's definitely the best of that bunch. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we'll be back with you on Saturday for another Drag Race Canada. Until then, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Sissy That Pod. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.